When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And we are talking this week about how to stay true to yourself in your relationship or our relationship. And we're talking about a romantic relationship mostly. Right, Cass? We are. And um, as you were saying that, I definitely think what we're going to say applies to like if you if you live in a ha- like any kind of relationship, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, because even... Even if it's somebody you're not with all the time, I can see some of what we're going to talk about apply. If you live in a house in a roommate type situation, I can see that yes, yes. Um, coming into play. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But most first romantic. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you excited about, Cass? Um, what am I excited about? Uh, I was originally going to say like alone time, which ties into our topic. Uh, and I'm also... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm also excited because um, I'm starting to train coaches and it all happened very organically and inspired and I recorded an interview with the first one today and so I'm just super excited that that is growing. That's awesome. I didn't know it was like happening, happening. I knew you were preparing (laughs) for it, but that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening, happening because it's it's necessary. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a choice, right? I told my clients today, I said, yeah, like the choice is to train some of you and let's like do this really big and or I sort of have to shut the doors because I mm-hmm. want my life to remain fun and easy and feel good. Mm-hmm. And I know this actually ties into our topic. I know what level I can give in terms of coaching and remain true to myself. Bam. Yeah. That ties perfectly in. Um, I want to come. Oh, I want to. I'm just going to ask you now. So that getting to that knowing was a was that a process? Was that a clarifying journey? Was it a a sudden awakening? Ooh, knowing what to be true to myself. Yes. Um, It's so it's um, I'm sure I could outline this better but on the spot it was a like paying attention to the feeling right Mm -hmm. so really paying attention to when anything that has to do with my business doesn't feel good right Mm -hmm. and that could be writing emails to you know it always feels good to show up on coaching calls but in Mm -hmm. between that if anything you know any part of that starts to not feel good um or I'm starting to not feel good in my life I really pay attention so it's really that awareness of how am I feeling Mm -hmm. and then it's um it's it's stepping into my future self and really seeing okay like this is this is happening so this is gonna happen and seeing what feels good in that future life Mm -hmm. um and just really paying attention to um what feels best and what I want and staying you know staying true to that but also just aware of that so it's yeah it's a process it comes over and it's like being really aware because I've 
I've always known, I think, that um, my best coaching, like there is a, there's a magic spot, right? Where mm-hmm. if that's, there's too much I'm investing in coaching um, or, you know, then, or holding space for other people that it starts to not feel good. Yes, I love that. That ties mm-hmm. perfectly in to exactly yeah. what we're going to talk about. That's I was awesome. so excited. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so like just in, to summary, it, it has been a process. Like it's mm-hmm. a, that process of uh, observing, clarifying, observing, clarifying, and then choosing, observing, clarifying, choosing, stepping, you know, it's all of these parts that get us to where we want to be with that clarity of knowing what Cass said at the beginning. Like I know what I need for my true self. Yes. And I will, yeah. I will add this on to that is that, um, I think the space, I say this, like it's always been the same amount of space, but as you grow and you serve differently, um, it shifts up, right? So you might be, um, I don't know, like for me, the example is there's probably always been the same amount of hours, but as I get more clients, then there needs to be more hours, um, Mm -hmm. or I'm serving clients more. And so then doing as many interviews, I have to find a way to navigate that and keep it feeling good and keep it all. Mm -hmm. If I were to look back, it has probably always been a certain amount of hours and I'm navigating in and out of what that looks like and and what's being filling those hours. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. There's so many ties too with, uh, between relationships and business. <laughs> As I'm like talking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that ties in and that ties in. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. So what are you excited about? Well, I'm excited just about all my clients just thriving. Like I get to witness, you know, one-on-one skills camp women, the truth tribe, they're all freaking rocking it. And that's a part of my dream life like my yes. dream experience in business it's it's a total co-creation and and I I celebrate that I appreciate that they they don't even know and if you're listening I'm telling you now <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that beyond um but yeah it's it's stuff I've wrote about scripted uh mm-hmm. dreamed about and it's just so exciting that it's all happening at this level now I feel mm-hmm. super excited about it yeah uh that reminds me this is like I think it ties in a little to our topic, but um, way back I was in a Lisa Nichols seminar and she said, she was like talking and she was, Lisa Nichols very much gets into like um, almost like a an LOA preach, mm-hmm. like a life preaching yes. thing, which feels good, feels different to me than being in church. But, you know, she's in the middle of that and she just kind of looks out and she's like, and we've already had this conversation. Like you and I have already been here. Like I already know this. And now like, I just got goosebumps. Like hearing you say that, like I totally get what you're saying. And it reminds me of that moment where I didn't totally get what she was saying then. And now I 100% get what she was saying. And it's exactly what you're talking about. Like we created this and now we get to live it. Yeah. That's, it's awesome. (laughs) So cool. So our topic today was really inspired. If I mean, it fits perfectly into our February relationship. I think we were kind of leaning this way when we ended off last week. Cass and I had talked about this, but then we both had great clarity in this past week, specifically <laughs> on this topic of staying true. Um, 
And so, yeah, we have some some good examples to share. So where do you want to start, Cass? Ooh. So my first instinct was clarifying sort of this true. Yes. Right? Yes. Because um, there's so many levels and layers to this. Um, and I think when people probably first hear this, they think like, oh, like your values, your this, your, mm. you know, the way you want to live your life, which is like all of those are your truths and staying true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and our topic is, I, I want to go a little like deeper, I might say, and I want to hear what you think is like staying true to what you need to be you, mm-hmm. what makes cool. you you, mm-hmm. what feels, yeah. Yeah. When I think of staying true to yourself, um, the words that come to mind are honoring yourself, but it is, it does go deeper than that. It's like being able to hold the space for what you need for you, how like you, your thriving in your relationship is your responsibility. And that's what this is like how to, how to create and continue to hold that space for yourself. I love, did you guys all hear like responsible to thrive? Um, that like backs up and could be a whole episode on its own I feel like (laughs) like um when you take on you know because it it all goes to sort of who you come in as you know and and part of it is when you go if you go into a relationship and you look at the relationship and you say I'm responsible for thriving it really changes the way you look at everything that involves being true to yourself Mm -hmm. yeah um, I love that. Definition. So that's cool. Um, it kind of, I, I had never really thought about it like that till right now, but it makes a lot of sense um, to me as it came out. <laughs> I love when that happens. <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? But I think, so if, if we jump into like the maybe starting point or essential or first step or anything, tell me if you agree, but being clear about who you are or how we're describing this, what you need to thrive in a relationship before you get into it is like the place to start. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause if you don't know outside of the relationship what you need to thrive, like when you combine your life with someone else, um, it's going to be a lot, it's not impossible and you can totally it's gonna do it. It's going to be way harder. <laughs> I can't imagine. And I think I'm even seeing that, especially when it ties into a little more of what we're going to talk about today, that I needed a long time to figure that out. I needed to, mm-hmm. I needed all the space I needed to build my business, which is all about me thriving and being me and honoring who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're big time teachers of, of obviously get in alignment first, get clear about who you are, be you first before you're going to jump into that relationship with another person. Cause then it's just adding all of their wants and desires that you also care about into your mix. And so being clear on what you need to be you, be the best you is super, super important. Um, because it's still going to get rocked when you go into it with someone else, but it's so much easier to come back to it when you know it and are clear in it and have practiced it before you bring any other elements in. Absolutely. And like Jenny said, it yeah. is going to get rocked because it's it's a shift. It's a change. And so 
anytime there's a shift and a change, it doesn't matter how good it is or how much we wanted it or how much we scripted it. Um, when there's a shift and a change, it is a change and it causes us, it gives us this beautiful opportunity to up level, mm-hmm. you know, to find the way that being true to ourselves and the way that we thrive connects and intertwines with another human being's thriving. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite things. I <laughs> just, I just, I just smiling thinking about uh. it. And I think that's really important too to take the mindset in that it's into the relationship that this is it's a gift to be able to work together on this Mm -hmm. you know it's it's being able to find your own in the relationship with another is a I'm going to throw a couple things on this like it's a process and it's not a one-time, one-and-done thing. It's a constant. It's fluid. It's dynamic. We're, we Each individual is always changing and the, therefore the relationship is always changing. So this isn't something like, okay, I figured this out. Now I'll just keep doing the same thing for the rest of our lives and we'll be good. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Right. Yeah. And I want to highlight before we move on too much further that what, it's a gift so very often if you're conscious and you created this and you really like thought about this people will think something's wrong when they have to navigate mm-hmm. this stuff um mm-hmm. it's a gift it's part of creation it's part of continually growing like you probably didn't uh intend your partner your love to like okay then we're just gonna live at, we're not gonna grow anymore like i would Venture to bet anyone who's attracting a relationship listening to this podcast has on their list like wants to grow together. Grow together, yeah. <laughs> but so often when that when those growth opportunities come, when you get together, people start judging that like, oh, it's wrong or did I not do it right or whatever else comes up. But it's a gift and it's the gift of growth that you actually asked for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes remembering that in the moment is a little more challenging, <laughs> but it, it is, is. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge believer that we, if we're not growing, we're not like the relationship's done, and mm-hmm. g- growing with like together with ease with harmony. It doesn't growing doesn't mean you're fighting. That's not a that's not something that from my perspective, I think needs to be involved, but it is something, the growth is like having conversations, having uncomfortable conversations, sharing yourself. That's all what that's about. Nothing's going wrong um, Mm -hmm. if that stuff's coming up. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll add being willing to look at yourself and evaluate where you are and how much you're thriving and being open to if it doesn't feel like you're a 10 and thriving, why? Bam. That is, let's talk about that. So because that's both, I think, kind of what Cass and I uh, came to. Well, for me, anyways, I'll just talk about myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, something's not right. Like I something feels a little off. And generally that's where I start with any reflection. I'm like, I'm not feeling perfectly happy. <laughs> free (laughs) and then I don't go I don't necessarily go into fixing it I'm just like okay you know what's I just kind of pay more attention I guess um Mm -hmm. and and see what's what's under here um but it is I will say just jumping back a little bit 
it was an old pattern to get into a relationship and then go down a little bit. Even when I, I knew who I was and I knew what I wanted, I tended to say, okay, yeah, I will. Let's go do that because that's what you like. Or it wasn't necessarily like trying to please them, but it was honor. It wasn't taking enough space for myself. It wasn't taking what I needed or, or honoring what I needed enough for me to thrive. And it, it felt like when you looked at it overall, losing myself, like what, because what I, what they wanted somehow became more of a priority than what I wanted. And I, there's a tricky point in here. I don't, I don't want to get to it yet, but having that experience and moving through that many times each time I got better at being able to honor myself and stay true to myself in that relationship. But it always comes where I'm leading. It always comes back to this first point of like, hey, something I'm not I'm not totally like being the best me right now. Yeah. Um and and that is just enough. Like, and if you can just yeah feel into that a little longer before you start analyzing it. Like take curiosity instead of I got to figure it out. Um, you will be become so much better at this. And this applies in everything, like not just when we're talking about relationship, but that, ooh, this doesn't feel good. Or noticing that thing, um, you know, we're going to get into it. But for me, it was really starting to notice, like I, I haven't – seen my friends in a while and I just Mm -hmm. like I I can't muster up to call them like it's even you know and wanting to be more um you know my parents just moved or a couple months ago moved and like oh man it's taking a lot of energy to call them and at first you know I I thought I knew why but then it's like it's just noticing like oh I'm not doing that and I'd really like to want to do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah And so what did you take? So I love that where you went from that was like, oh, this isn't happening. This doesn't feel like the way I thought I would want it to feel like. So, but, but what I would want is to have the energy, to have the inspiration to call them. This is the desire to call them and have great conversations. Mm -hmm. And that's, that was the end of that, right? You kind of like left it, let it be there for a bit. Yeah. I just left it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And this all ties into being, being true um, to you. Um, mm-hmm. in the sneaky way, sometimes we don't even know that we're, we don't know we're not until we know we're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And so I just left it. I was, you know, and it's been a couple of months where I've just like, hmm, and just like looking at it and leaving it and looking at it and leaving it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you said that because so often we're like, oh, this isn't fixed in a week. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, there was, there's all kinds of, especially with this example, right? You could find all kinds of ways to quote unquote fix it in a week, but it wouldn't be fixed because mm-hmm. it, that mm-hmm. isn't actually the problem is that's not the thing that need, needed to be fixed, right? It's just something I started to become aware of, you know, probably three months ago. Like, hmm, how come you're not calling him back? How come you don't want to reach out? Mm-hmm. How come even texting feels a little bit hard right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So share the rest of that experience. Um, and so as time went on and I just noticed a little bit more and a little bit more and then 
a friend call and I was busy, but like I just didn't, I didn't have the energy or the desire, the inspiration to want to call back. And so as, you know, a little ways went on and I just kept leaving it, right? Like, hmm, interesting. Like, let's just look at that when it comes up and let's leave it alone. I realized I have not probably been alone in six months. (laughs) Um, So Yeah, for any extended period of time because we're in, I mean, we're in COVID. We, um, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, my love's working from home. My kiddo's going to school at home. He has been all year. Uh, There was a point in time when my parents were, they ended up living with us for about a month um, in a transition for their move because of um, some medical stuff my dad needed to have. And and even before that, they were, I was really supporting them and getting moved and some other medical stuff that was going on. And so even when I wasn't at my house, I wasn't alone. And <laughs> probably what what was very helpful to me was an hour, the couple of times that I went up by myself and I had an hour drive alone um, and an hour drive home. But um, just realizing like, oh, I I literally haven't been alone because, you yeah. know, everything is, it's just, there's not a lot of opportunity. There's, there's the natural opportunities that were there to be alone or people going to work, people going to school are different now. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's really funny, but you know, it's all wonderful for people who get to work from home now coming home because of COVID. But for us who are used to working from home alone, you guys are really cramping our style. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But it is like it, it's an adjustment to have. I, I think this is, Cass and I were talking before, it's like amplifying the, um, this being able to be true to yourself because the space isn't naturally there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's different for everybody. Now people, you know, parents who are at home with their kids all the time, you know, the same thing. There, there's, in one sense, there's more space if you're not in an office, but on another sense, you are with your family all the time and that's amplifying that part. Yeah, so. it definitely is. Even, I mean, this is happening. Um, I was reading an article in People and Jessica Alba um, was there, she was talking about business, but she was also talking about like navigating this exact thing. Like, Oh, my kids are here all the mm-hmm. time. I'm like always working there. Yes. You have to put in more boundaries when you become aware of them. And I think for, for me, I know I just, it didn't occur to me. Like, I was like, this is great. Like we get to have this time. We get to have this time. It didn't occur to me until I realized how long it had been that I needed to put that mm-hmm. in place. But she, um, she was talking about like, we just, my, her, her husband like told their kids like, go in your room and don't come out for two hours. Like this is our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I think like when we're talking about space, it's just so, so essential for, I'm just going to put this blanket statement out there, but for individuals to have a individual space, like that is truly how even Actually, you can tell me if I'm wrong, Cass, but even how extroverts recharge, like they extroverts still need space to be on their own and in their own uh, head, in their own energy uh, in order to kind of like recharge in a sense. Would you agree? Um, 
I don't know if extroverts would say that. Like, they really need... Yeah. They recharge generally, and I think there's a scale and a variation of all these things, but introverts generally recharge with people. And so in COVID, like, there was a very much, like, there would be a lot of, I don't know, early on I would see things on Facebook, like, check on your extroverts. Like, they don't know how to be alone. They're not happy right now, right? right? Yeah. You know, this doesn't feel good to them. Like, in the beginning, it felt really good to an introvert but unless someone else was in, you know, now if someone else has been in your space for a while, you might not have noticed like because I don't, you know, it just it wasn't it hasn't been natural in the past in my life to look for that because there was always people were leaving. You know, even I I remember scripting one time and like stopping and being like, hmm, everybody leaves the house at eight o'clock in the morning. And I, I like mm-hmm. sat there and I was like is this what I want or is this what I think is possible? And I, mm. after I sat with it, I was like, no, this feels really good. This is exactly what I want. I want everybody to go yeah. and go to their things and their job and I want to work and then I want them all to come home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you would like that back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I am still So I guess that. like, yeah, <laughs> in this, in the energy of, being true to yourself when you're in that relationship or in close proximity to one or a number of people understanding what kind of space you need to recharge or what kind of connection mm-hmm. you need to recharge and be being very clear about that um is part of this being able to honor it first we have to be clear about it um i i just want to touch on briefly how sneaky this can be Mm -hmm. like this comes in because there's this question that comes up Lisa and I were talking about this the other day because we've had we've experienced this like we are very independent and we used to always have our mornings alone and that was very good for both of us and then we came together and she's been working from home and the last almost year now we've been having mornings together and it's wonderful and we love it and so we talked about how we both you know, get to these different questions or points when it's like, oh, yes, I want to spend time um, with this other person. I also want to go be myself, be by myself, because, because both feel good. And what happened was we were both kind of just feeling off and thinking like, you know, the same, that same realization, like, okay. And then we had the conversation that was like, I think I've been, you know, choosing to spend time together more than I really should or like mm-hmm. not choosing the alone time, the recharge time enough, but it's hard. We're both like, but it's so hard. We're being so silly. Um, but it's because you want both of those things. And so, but that that's your time. So then you have that conversation, you have that experience, you have the clarity, and then you get to make a new choice to continue to honor more of what you want. Um, But the sneaky part is, is like you'll be feeling good and you're like, oh, I feel good. So I'm going to choose to spend time with another person versus do it on my own or vice versa, depending how you, how you recharge. Um, And that's when it kind of adds up and builds up. Right. So to clarify, right. You're like, Oh, this when the opportunities come up to maybe get that alone space and that alone time, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, but the, it 
feels good to them or it would also feel good. Like I loved your example that we talked about before where it's like going on a walk. Like, oh, I could choose to go, but I feel really good. So I'm going to go on the walk. But Mm -hmm. what happens is when you continually make that choice, um, you're not recharging yourself. You're not giving yourself the other thing that you need. And so it is super tricky and super sneaky because you're like, I am honoring myself in a way because I do love them and I do want to go on a walk, right? You yes. pro- if you're listening to our show, you probably like scripted about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to say no to it sometimes can feel like, oh, but am I not choosing what I wanted? And and mm-hmm. so it's just, it's that conscious importance of knowing like even if I would love to do that and even if I feel good sometimes I have to fill it keep my tank full um and and choose differently mm-hmm. and it is all about just paying attention to how things feel as you move through them yes so you notice okay well how did I feel after that walk or maybe you said no I'm not going to go and how did I feel about that mm-hmm. and you just continue it's an ever ongoing process of paying attention and honoring what you think is best in that moment or what you're feeling is best in that moment and you just get clarity through the experience each time so you continue to make more and more aligned choices Mm -hmm. um but yeah and I want to talk about too quickly how when we're saying recharge time and I'll, I'll just speak from my perspective which is alone time and it's not about being alone it's not about figuring anything out when you're there it's just about spending time in your own energy mm-hmm. and getting to feel what that feels like and oftentimes that when no one else's energy is there it just gives you a chance to get to know your own and then there's things that that's you being clear in who you are it's just like what that feels like to you so that you can help uh, not help so that you can more powerfully honor that as you you're then with another energy mm-hmm. yes and it's really it's really learning what that feels like to charge you up and often we have to relearn it's a skill to learn um to learn it again in a relationship like as we have this conversation i just get all these um times where you and i you know we live together for a month at the beach And neither one of us had any problem um, because it was different, right? Like, oh, okay, like we're going to do this together and then we're going to go into our own rooms or I'm going to go outside and you're going to be up here. And there was never like a calm. It was just like, this is what I need Mm -hmm. Um, because there wasn't that other. It was very clear, right? Like, And there's not. There wasn't so much of an attachment of like, yes. oh, how's she feeling about me right now? <laughs> right? Does she think I look good in my dress? <laughs> Did I make the right dinner for her? <laughs> so there's that element that plays into like when you're in your romantic relationship or even with your roommates, you know, yeah. sometimes, oh, did I, did I do this that maybe tick them off or kind of thing yeah you're, you have a lot more thoughts about it yeah and I think the definite point as I was listening to you like what I want to say to listeners and sharing that story is even if you've been really good at it at one point it doesn't mean you don't have to learn to up level it mm. it doesn't mean it's different in a romance like it is different and because of all those other things and so there's no judgment about man I used to be really good at that which I think is one place that people go a lot is 
man, I was really good. Like, how did this happen where I kind of lost it? And that's not it. It's, oh, this is new. Now I got to integrate this differently. Mm -hmm. And I mean, our situation changed and now we have to do it differently. And then, oh, a baby comes in and now we have to do it differently. And, oh, um, work change. Now we have to do it differently. Oh, the weather change. We have to do it. Like there's so many conditions constantly changing that that's why we have to be so dynamic. Yeah. And, and pay attention and know that it's okay. And know that it's just going with it and honoring what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, Oh, like being clear and opening up about this. Cause I live, Lisa likes her alone time. My love doesn't totally love alone time. It's not, it's not the thing she's learned to love yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's okay, but it, it wouldn't be her, you know, she is an extrovert. She would go be with people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing that fills her up. And so, but when I've been clear, like, like I need this, often she will hold, remind me like, well, I'd really love you to come, but I'm going to leave so you can have an hour or I'm going to go do this. <laughs> Remember, Kathy, and I would you love need to... alone time. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, I want to invite you, but I, I for you, know that maybe you want to take this hour and not be with me. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I would love if you came with me. Yeah. <laughs> that's another great thing, too, just as like a check-in for, for yourself is really honoring your partner's desire to spend time away from you and like really asking yourself like are you fully okay with that are you in a place where Mm -hmm. that is actually it's not nothing to do with you like you're not taking that personally in any way because to be able to give them that space is obviously amazing and loving but it helps you take that space for yourself too when you know oh yeah I can give that space like that me you know helps you I can take this space for me yes absolutely Mm -hmm. it also helps like understanding that because you, um, you learn to like almost quantify like, oh, I'd really like a walk I love, I could do without, you know, X, Y, Z, or mm-hmm. I really love cuddling up and watching a show, but I, I'd rather walk on my own, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and learning to balance that, which is even this, it's a new level of understanding and choosing and it makes you a more powerful creator. Love it. That's good. So asking, reflecting, getting clear about what you need to thrive and and being able to hold that space for yourself in the relationship. Amazing. Have have fun with that, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Ginny. Cass and I talk a lot about alignment being essential to manifesting. So if you're curious how to measure your own level of alignment, I created a quiz for you. Pop over to my website at ginnygain.com, that's G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E.com, and check it out. Oh, and definitely have fun with it. Go be awesome! Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.